Destination Medicine is a joint project of the regional training hubs. This podcast series brings you medical students' accounts of their experiences in applying to study medicine. Welcome to Destination Medicine. I'm Nicole Goodman. Everyone follows a different path to a medical career. For Haley Andriaza, that path had twists and turns and other barriers which made her journey an arduous one. The challenges she faced didn't deter her. It took longer than she'd initially hoped, but with resolve and passion, she's now arrived where she wants to be. Haley's in her third year as a medical student with the University of Wollongong and she's currently completing her 12-month placement in the outback New South Wales town of Broken Hill, where she was born and raised. One lesson she's learnt is that everyone has their own path to medicine, and you have to choose what's right for you. First, Haley tells Chris Ashmore that the first part of her journey, several years ago now, took her from Broken Hill to Adelaide. I really loved science. I decided to apply for a science degree at Adelaide University. I really enjoyed science. I then focused on chemistry. That was my major. And towards the end of my degree, I really didn't know what sort of career I wanted, whether it was a career in science or not, but I was enjoying studying. So I applied to study honours and I did a interstellar chemistry project under Professor Bowie at Adelaide University. I was really enjoying that and Still didn't have an idea about where I was heading career-wise. So on the last day of applications to do PhDs, I put mine in and I continued my work, this time doing protein chemistry at Adelaide University. And during your PhD, you gave birth to your son. I mean, that must have been quite a juggle. It was a big, (laughs) yeah, it was a big deal, a big challenge. So yeah, I was studying my PhD and towards the end of my PhD, my son arrived. That was a bit of a challenging experience really. He had a few health issues at the beginning. He had an operation. It took several visits to the doctor to get someone to really investigate what was going wrong. And it was one doctor in particular that just made all the difference Mm. to me. He said, no, something's not quite right here. Did you find that you weren't the only one in that same boat, the other mothers were going through similar situations? That's right, yeah. So I remember being in the waiting room at the hospital while my son was having his operation and just chatting to some other mums there and one in particular said that she'd had a similar experience of her child, just no one was taking her seriously to begin with. You always get asked, are you a new mother? Is this your first child? And finally, someone took her seriously too. And it was a very similar story, very similar experience that she'd had. And was that experience, your son's ill health, that led you to consider a career in medicine? Yeah, one of the turning points, I think, growing up, I didn't necessarily come from a family of doctors, but I think we were all very health literate. And my mum and dad were both working in the dental field as I was growing up. I had exposure to, well, watching my mum and dad nurse older members of the family with chronic health conditions. Our family GP was fantastic. He was Dr Donald Howarth. He was a brilliant family doctor. 
He was very big on educating patients, their families and the community. You know, sometimes he'd even stay for dinner after a home visit. It was just a, a wonderful experience to see that sort of care and probably quite unique to growing up in a rural setting, really. So there was that exposure to, you know, medicine or health. And then later on, my mum became a nurse. She started studying to become a registered nurse when I was in high school. I really enjoyed those dinnertime conversations, medical conversations around the dinner table. And I think just seeing the way my family cared for each other, that really got me interested in medicine. Along the way, there have been other doctors and people who who have inspired me to do medicine. One particular doctor, he was my brother's doctor, he just happened to ask me about what my research was in chemistry. At the time, I was doing my PhD in protein chemistry, and he sort of planted the seed that it'd be great if I pursued a career in medicine because there is the need for clinicians who also have a research background. So that was another opportunity or another push for me to do medicine. When you decided then to apply for medicine, what were your first steps? How did you manage out the plan? First, I did a lot of reading about which universities will take graduate applications. And so I read about all their entry requirements. Then you have to sit the GAMSAT in order to get into graduate medicine. So I looked into what that involved And then some universities require you to submit a portfolio with your application. So I had to put together a portfolio. That would have been easy for you? Oh, it was probably the most enjoyable part of the application. Definitely more fun than the GAMSAT. How was your interview? So for graduate medicine, you can either apply to GEMSIS, which was the overarching body that took graduate medicine applications, or you can apply directly to some of the universities, so Sydney University and Flinders University were taking separate applications directly to the uni. So I ended up interviewing twice. I interviewed at Sydney University. That was my practice run. (laughs) It was the first time I'd ever interviewed for medicine. The experience is quite daunting. Some of the questions I hadn't really sort of thought about before. So it was was a good practice run. And then I ended up getting an offer to interview at Wollongong University as well. By that stage, I felt a little bit more settled and relaxed and prepared for that interview. And they asked me some questions on topics that I felt quite passionate about too. So that was very helpful and that was a better experience. And then I ended up getting an offer to study at Wollongong University. Fantastic. So having more than one interview probably helps with the latter interviews because you have a bit of a practice to start with. It does, yeah. And helps when they ask you something that you feel quite passionate about too. How many interviews did you end up doing? Just the two? Yeah, just the two. I was lucky to get into medicine on the first time that I had applied. So I'd applied directly to Sydney University. I sat my interview with them and then had the application in with GEMSIS. GEMSIS lets you rank preferences to different unis. If you get through the selection process, you'll get an offer for one of your preferences. Right. And so I sat the interview at Wollongong University. It doesn't mean you're guaranteed to get an offer at the university that you interview at, but if you do well in the interview process, do well in your portfolio, then you get graded and then you'll get an offer for a university based on your total score. 
Were there any particular hairy questions or any questions that stood out that you remember that may have thrown you at the time? Yeah, I remember there was one particular station where I think the whole point of that station was to see how you would respond under pressure and respond under someone questioning your judgment. And and so they're sort of acting and really pushing you and trying to get you to change your mind or put doubt in your mind. And so it's about seeing how you stick to your guns or whether you're able to consider someone else's point of view and weigh up the options. So it was quite a challenging station in the sense that they come across a bit forceful or a bit unsettling, I guess. But you handled it well, well enough. Uh, well enough, well enough to get through, yeah. No, I think it was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a good station. Oh, that's all right. Can you tell us about the Graduate Australian Medical School Admissions Test, known as the GAMSAT, as you mentioned before? How did you prepare for it? So I sat the GAMSAT twice. So the first year I went to a course, like a little GAMSAT preparation course. They go through the types of questions that you're likely to get. And so I remember sitting the GAMSAT that year. I still hadn't finished my thesis, so I didn't end up submitting an application to medicine that year. I sat the GAMSAT the following year as well, improved my score a little bit, had finished my thesis and... So I ended up submitting my application to study medicine that year. In terms of preparation, I think having a science background really helped me. I guess my love of writing and literature and English in the end helped me with that. It helps an otherwise not a good experience doing an exam. Would that be fair to say? It's an awful exam. <laughs> can't remember how long exactly, but uh, it was the whole day basically. So. Yeah, you're sitting there concentrating for many, many hours. Well, these applications and interviews and exams that you did, if that all turned pear shape and you didn't get into medicine, did you have a plan B? Uh, no, I didn't have a plan B. I was pretty stubborn. Uh, I remember my friend saying to me, but what if you don't get in? I was like, oh, I, I will. I think if I hadn't got in that first year, I would have tried again the following year. Then I don't know what would have happened, but... I was pretty passionate, pretty determined to study medicine. I think I had faith in my abilities to be able to be a good doctor. So no plan B. I don't necessarily recommend not having a plan B, but <laughs> I probably would have had to fall back on my science, maybe a career in research, who knows. Well, it's not worth worrying about now no. because you are in. <laughs> yeah, Phew. That's lucky. So you got accepted into medicine at the University of Wollongong, but it wasn't exactly smooth sailing, was it? Particularly in the beginning. Yeah, that's right. I remember it was 2016. I got into Wollongong University, but I was living in Adelaide at the time. So I remember packing up the car with my little boy in the car and my dad in another car with all our stuff. I remember it being a 40 degree day. <laughs> And before we'd even left Adelaide, my car started to overheat. So I remember driving the two days to Wollongong with the heater on, trying to get the heat away from the engine. It was a very long trip. I arrived in Wollongong. I didn't really know anyone in Wollongong at the time. So my dad stayed there for a little while while we settled in. But after that, it was just me and my son on our own. My son had just started a new school. He was about six or seven at the time. I was starting medicine with a very full timetable. I remember my son not feeling very well one day. I had a full day, had no one to look after him at home and it was just 
quite overwhelming. And then later on in the year, my dad and my brother were both unwell at the same time, actually. And I just felt like it was too much for me to handle at the time. So I did withdraw from medicine. I had some time off and then restarted in 2019. So despite it being tough, despite the false starts, I got there in the end. It was, I feel quite proud of myself for eventually getting there. And so you should be. So after Thank you. all that, you're there, which is great. And now you're in your third year with the University of Wollongong and doing a 12-month placement. Yes. Back in your hometown, back in Broken Hill. Yeah. How is it to be back home? Oh, I'm loving it actually, yeah. It was great to be home with mum. It was great for my son to be able to get to spend some time with Nonna <laughs> in terms of the experience I'm getting in the hospital and in GP it's fantastic. I'm probably getting more hands-on experience than I would in a busier, bigger centre. So like quite a few farming injuries, had people come in from stations and properties with all, all sorts of injuries, people being transferred to the Adelaide Hospital with the Royal Flying Doctors. Looking back at your time, your journey into getting into medicine, is there any advice you wish you were given before starting that journey? I guess being a mother with a child, nothing really prepares you for being able to juggle medicine and raising a family. It's been quite challenging and I know a lot of the mums and and even dads that I study with have also found it very similar. There's not always the support put in place to be able to help us so I think it's really important to have a good support network around you. Thankfully I have had that. My mum and dad have been absolutely wonderful I've also had some friends who are doctors already, the advice that they've given me. I think just immersing yourself amongst a very supportive network really helps. Now, there are a lot of different study techniques. How did you find the right one for you? I still haven't found a study technique that necessarily works for me 100% of the time. I guess it really helps for you to know what works for you in terms of study. I find it really helpful to sit down with friends and discuss cases. I'd much prefer that than sitting in front of a textbook. I find it difficult to time manage being a mum and also having a very busy study schedule. Looking after yourself is very important. Finding that balance between work or study and having your downtime, just reconnecting with family, reconnecting with friends. Studying for medicine has been different to studying for my PhD. I've probably found the PhD a little bit easier in terms of study. A lot of my friends use flashcards, Anki cards, and I've used those a couple of times. They can work really well. I like drawing. I like making diagrams for my study notes. Are you getting better at studying? No, I wouldn't say I'm getting better at studying. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. So looking back at your time, Hayley, do you think choosing medicine was the right decision for you in the end? Yeah, absolutely. I can't imagine doing any other career. It's been so interesting. It opens my eyes. It's opened a few doors. So yeah, it definitely hasn't been a smooth ride, but it's one I really enjoy. And I'm really looking forward to being able to help people. And it's a very rewarding, satisfying career. And it's very much the start of your journey. Will that journey see you stay in Broken Hill or would you venture outside to other places? Yeah, good question. I'm really enjoying my time here in Broken Hill. I'd love a career as a rural generalist. 
I really enjoy emergency medicine. I enjoy paediatrics. I think I could have a very rewarding career here in Broken Hill. And there's certainly the need for doctors here, doctors with local knowledge, doctors who are, are committed to staying here. I've loved my experience in Broken Hill and I definitely would consider staying here or at least coming back after I finish my training. My son is currently quite homesick for Wollongong and missing his friends too, so I have to consider him. But definitely coming back to Broken Hill is something I'd consider. That's Hayley Andriaza, a third-year medical student at the University of Wollongong. We trust you've enjoyed this episode of Destination Medicine, a joint project of the regional training hubs. The hubs are supported by funding from the Australian Government under the Rural Health Multidisciplinary Training Programme.